New Mathers with my motherfuckers ass. You wanna know how to rhyme? You better learn how to add. It's mathematics. Mighty most definitely. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I'm a ball around science. What are we talking about here? Peace, peace, peace. This is Rakim. Today on Wise the Dome, I have uh, Maliki Ford, a.k.a. Khalil Allah. He's a follower of the uh, teachers of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He's a, a wise guy. He's, he's, a, he's very, very intelligent, man. He drops, he drops uh, great jewels, man. So I'm glad to have him on. Honored to have him on. Appreciate you for coming on, G. All praises due to Allah. What's up, God? Peace I'm, to Allah in person. Peace to the God. So I wanted to ask you... Um, so I, I normally start off with because I, I I build with people of all different um you know walks of life and schools of thought and ideologies and um I'm always interested to know uh like what got you on the path uh that you you know as far as knowledge yourself and um uh, self realization like what got you started in it? Okay, um, I came into knowledge yourself at 12 years old. Mm. So we're talking about um, 35 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I got it because my father used to be in the nation in the first uh, Black Panther, among wow. other things. So my father was real heavy in um, making sure that we knew who we were as Black men. Mm -hmm. So at that time, um, they had what you call a Capona set. Right, <laughs> and you had the eight. <laughs> this is old, the eight track okay. disc. Right, right, right. You had the cassette tape that you had to play, right? Right. <laughs> so during that time, you know, you used to sit there for the quiet storm, had to press record and play in order to get it, you know? Right, right. But um, my father brought home Power at Last Forever by Big Brother Minister Farrakhan. Mm -hmm. um, and it changed me. Mm. And that week, he brought me message to the black man in America. Mm. When I read the book, nothing in it was I in dispute of, mm. as far as the black man being God and the white man being the devil. Mm. I have no argument with those type of things, right? Mm. So, as you know, I am of many different levels of thought and studying right. uh, ceremonial magic, hermetic order, the golden dawn. Mm. Uh, Rosicrucianism, Freemasonry, um, Sufism. I'm into all of it, mm. right? And that too was pretty much pushed upon me looking at my father. Mm. You know what I mean? Because my father was a Mason when I was younger. Mm. You know, he still is now, you know? So one of the things that wanted to move in my direction of understanding, I remember I had read a Dr. Melikazi York book and he was talking about the Masons consider the light because they cover the right with their left and all of that. So one day I asked my father, I had to be about 15 years old. And I sat on the floor and I asked him, I said, why do y'all always cover your right hand with your left hand? Mm -hmm. And ain't that wicked? My father said something very simple. Mm -hmm. He said, you wouldn't understand light without darkness. Hmm. And you wouldn't know that that's your right hand unless you had a left hand. Wow. <laughs> right, right. He said, neither is good and neither is evil. Mm. Right. Right. Um, so it's depending on how we use the tools yeah. that we have mm -hmm. that designates what's good, what's evil. Right. 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 Energy right. of itself is neither good nor is it evil. 
But if we use it mm. for a prescribed intent, that is out of anger, selfishness, and things of that nature, then we will consider that wrong or right. evil, right? Right. So, you know, so I've had it, you know, for a long time, since I was 12, 35 years straight. Wow. So that's, um, that's powerful. Like, uh, you definitely uh, touched on some things I wanted to um, build about. So and what are some misconceptions you think that people have about masonry, right? Because, you know, um, at one time, especially in the 80s and 90s, a lot of books about, uh, you know, a conspiracy theory based books would talk about, you know, masonry, Illuminati, that kind of thing, right? Um, but when we know the history of certain, uh, especially like on, on the Prince Hall side um, and right. how he, you know, created the African Lodge um, here in the wilderness of North America. Um, what are some misconceptions you think, um, you know, people may have about masonry that's not right and exact? Well, when you study the FBI files and they was questioning early followers who was in the lost temple of Islam, mm -hmm. um, you have the Detroit police, or I believe it was the feds who were interviewing these individuals. They talked about how the savior had taught on mm. the history of Freemasonry. Wow. Right? So now, how do you know what the lessons are if you don't know the history of that mm -hmm. for which is discussing. Mm -hmm. Let me show. Mm -hmm. The lessons, there's only one lesson, it's the student in Rome, right? Right, right. Every single degree after that is just uh, uh, elaboration mm -hmm. on the one to 10. Mm -hmm. So if we at number two of the one to 10, we'll put 28 up under there. Mm, you right. see what I mean? Right. So now we're building something else to try to show that it's just one degree. Mm. So it gives us a, a, a keyword search per se. Mm -hmm. So we have a syllabus, we have a subject, mm. then we have the syllabus and outline of the subject mm. for which as we enter into the university, this university of Islam or knowledge of self, right? right. We have introduction into lesson number two, number 16. And we have another one in lesson number one, uh, number nine, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Is there. And I believe lesson number one, number five, right? Mm -hmm. So we have an introduction into Freemasonry mm -hmm. right then and there. Like if you take number nine, for instance, we would surmise that when we stay, we made the devil study from 35 to 50 years for you to call stuff from Muslim son, we're the greatest. We ain't believing mm. that that is allegorical. Mm -hmm. That they had to go through a specific study before they could come do trading amongst us. Right. 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 But historically, it is factual. Mm. And I'll show you how. Sure. The nice Templars was created by four black men, mm. not white. The head one was Hugh D. Payne. Mm. The oldest oil painting of Hugh D. Payne was that of a black man. Wow. Hugh D. Payne was like the 25th or 27th cousin of Prophet Muhammad Wali Salam. Mm. He was financially backed by 
uh, uh, individual who will be known in the church by the name of St. Bernard of Siverix. Wow. When you read St. Bernard's works, you can see it's nothing but Sufism mm -hmm. when you're going into his mysticism, right? Mm -hmm. That's Sufi dialect, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you have Hugh Pan that comes about. You have the nice Templars that are operating in that particular region. These individuals are becoming initiated into our ancient mysteries through Sufism and through the Arab or, or the black Arabs and Sufic orders that are in the magic, the magi, the assassins, and those type of individuals. Right. But they've been initiated in because that was a form of civilizing them, mm. right? It's the same thing that happened when you look at Albert Churchward, who were signs and symbols of primordial man. He mm. said when he came amongst the twi, or, or, or um, what, what's the other name for the brother gods over there? In the, the pygmy, right? The twi. Right. Mm -hmm amongst them, he said that in order for them to even talk to him, they had to initiate him in their lower degrees. Wow. wow. Right? Wow. And then he stated that certain symbols that he was drawing in the dirt, they already had them symbols. Right. Right. right? So what this is telling us now is that masonry predates the white boy. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. It predates them, but not to get off course. So you have Hugh D. Payne that's in that particular region, right? Mm -hmm. The nice Templars are being initiated in, in which they begin to learn our ancient mysteries. This is when they get introduced to Abu Fehemet, or what would be known as Bethlehemet, or the Goat yeah. of Mendes, right? Mm -hmm. One of the earliest, according to um, um, Neneva Shadrach, who, um, who wrote the word magic that works, right? Mm -hmm. He stated clearly when he was talking to me via um, message, he said, well, the earliest symbol that I found of Bethlehem was actually a scarab beetle holding the world like in his paws, claws, mm -hmm. all right? And when we understand what Bethlehem means, then we understand that it's alchemy and is actually explaining the entire alchemical formula of human existence, universal existence of soul and spirit, right? Mm -hmm. All hidden within that, okay? Now, to go a little bit deeper, those who were initiated amongst us, we trusted more. Mm -hmm. So we traded with them, right? right? Right. We already know, as the messenger taught, he went into that of the body of Jesus, mm. of which they saw, because they, how else did they know? They said, we have the meaning of the cross. Mm. This is what the nice Templar said. Right. No longer did they believe the man was on the cross. Mm. We have the meaning of the cross. Right. We right. have seen truth, right? right? So now we have right. the mysteries of what it means. So therefore, you have individuals to say Sufi is spiritual Freemasonry. Mm. Mm, so that's deep, God. And so uh, you, all right. So I've read. I think it might have been uh, uh, Manly P. Hall, and he uh, might have been in Secret Teachers of All Ages or or one of his lectures. Right. But he was talking about the Baphomet and how that might have been one of the earliest. Well, might have been a hidden symbol of Islam, right? Um, so for the, how did Baphomet get from, you know, possibly being related to Sufism or Islam or, you know, uh, having a, a, a higher meaning to people now looking at it as uh, devil the worship. Church. Yeah. The church. Mm. Mm. But to be honest, whatever people do not understand, 
they automatically demonize it. Right, right, right. It's just automatic, right? Because if we really looked at it, we got the Bethlehemet sitting on a cube, coming out of a sphere. Mm -hmm. In the middle, his bottom legs is that of a goat. Mm -hmm. It has the caduceus coming out of, which is the private region throughout the navel. Then it has breasts. It has fingers like this pointing at one light moon, one dark mm -hmm. moon, on its own, solid at coaglia, bat wings, two horns coming up. Then it has a lantern going up with an upright pentagram. Right, right. Right? Right, right, right. And you know. So, so one dealing with the mundane, mm -hmm. which is the lower, mm -hmm. right? The cube then represents the universe and the earth. Mm -hmm. It's the combustion of spirit, soul, and matter, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Then you have the caduceus, if I'm pronunciating it right, yeah, it's, it's coming out of the erotic reason. So now it's turning you to sexual energy, mm. which is the mystery that is hidden all throughout Africa with phallic and yoni worship, right? Mm. right, right. So it's hidden there. And the boy um, Jennings, he mm -hmm. wrote a book Mm -hmm. on sexual worship of the ancients. Mm -hmm. And he goes to crucians in sexual worship. It mm -hmm. wasn't that it was sexual worship. Our brother, P.B. Uh, um, uh, uh, Pascal uh, uh, Randolph, right? Beverly Randolph mm -hmm. um, was the head, was called a grandmaster, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Was a part of the uh, Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor. Mm. FRC, which is the oldest Rosicrucian order in America. Well, that's all, that's all I wanted to ask you, God. The, the Rosicrucians, um, there's, when it comes to a lot of, you know, quote unquote, secret societies, um, you always see their names, right? But as far as what they actually teach and what they're about seems to be like way, way more hidden compared to, um, a lot of other ones. Why, like, why is that? And what, and what, is, what is it that they teach? Like, what are the Rosicrucians about? I wouldn't say that it's hidden. Mm. I say it's right in plain sight. Mm. Mm. In everything, you must have levels of meditation, uh, the usage of the vowel sounds, visualization, in order for you to reach certain aspects. That's how you bring things from the unseen to the seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the golden dawn, what do they say? Uh, by words and images, all powers are awakened and reawakened. Mm. Mm. Because what is unseen is before us. We walk through it all day. We consider it to be space that we're walking through. Mm. We ignore that it's trillions of little life forms that exist in the form of matter that right. separate us from, from one wall to walk of distance to another wall. Mm. Right? Mm. Mm -hmm. But that is considered unseen. Right. But if we can visualize a thing, then what we do, we take matter, we give form to the unseen, we give purpose to the unseen in accordance to our will. Mm. Mm. You see what I mean? Indeed. As God, mm -hmm. we, bring in, we bring it according to our will by our belief in that, by our emotion towards that, we give life to it. Mm. We create right. arch tips inside of the universe. Right. By right. actions, we begin to work. That's how come one of the things that they take is what? You have to see it. Emotionally be there already. Mm. Not that you got to get there, but already in a form of gratitude. 
because you you have gratitude for what you have already received. Right, right, right. So if, let me show you. And I don't want to get off topic. Of the no, you're good. You're good. You, nah, nah, I, I like that, man. That's, that's powerful, dog. Yes, sir. I serve time upstate. Mm -hmm. The Holy Quran teaches us that Allah can relieve us in our sleep. Mm. So it's talking about having a wet dream. Right? <laughs> wow. Right. Anybody that been away from that sexual act mm -hmm. and you have experienced a wet dream, when you having it, if you wake up slightly, you will see yourself humping. Mm. In your mind, mm -hmm. you are in full intercourse. Mm. Fully. Right. Your body then reacts to what the mind has perceived to be true. Wow. Right. 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 Okay. Now, now look at how deep this gets. So that if, now to show you how deep this gets, I, I only takes in light. It doesn't take in a form. The eye and the brain plays a trick that creates a form. Mm. No atom touches. Mm. Mm. Not one. Particles break down into waves and back to particles. Right. Especially on the quantum level. Of course. So that means they're not even solid. Mm -hmm. So we are creating this dynamic. It's like, for instance, if I tell you, close your eyes, right? Mm -hmm. And I say to you, visualize me in front of you mm -hmm. and visualize that I said salam, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When you do that, did you ever stop and ask yourself a question? How did you see me and you wasn't using your eyes? Right. right. How did you hear me and you didn't use your ears? Mm -hmm. Think of that. And when you are looking at me, you're looking at me as if, in your mind's eye, as if you're looking on a movie screen and you're observing me on the screen of your mind. Mm. So there's an aspect of you that is you. Mm -hmm. right. But you're not necessarily one with that for which is you. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. just, 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 just build with me just a little bit, God. Oh, God I can't. All right. Yes, sir, which is you. Now, look, the brain in the external form does not see a difference. So if it happens within the mind, then it has happened. Right. Therefore, fear goes down into the genetic memory. Right. And it presents all for which shall be mm. to be contained within you, passed down to a child. Right, right, right. Your thoughts, your images, your knowledge, your truth. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're being incarnated back mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. through the child, thus being reborn mm -hmm. as the living God, right? Right. <laughs> right. This, and I mean, we just build on, I don't, you know, I don't go too far on it. Yeah. But right. all that I'm saying is, is that the external do not know the difference from the internal. So mm -hmm. if the reality has occurred within side of self, then it, the universe or the external aspect can do nothing but match the vibration and will of the power that has seen it to be. Right. That is God in person, right? So what the messenger told us, in the table talks, he gave us that science. He said, if you have a house sitting in your mind and you bring it into reality, he said, that's the God. Mm. Mm. Indeed. Then he went on and he went a little bit further. 
just to build on what I said. He said, you, we cannot go beyond the limitations of the first God because it came down through us and he is now in all our persons. Mm. What did I just build on? I said that all that we think, all that we feel, all that we experience is embedded within our genetic memory. Mm -hmm. And then it is shot forth. Mm. Right. Right? You know, they even have- Then it is shot forth. The science even shows and proves that at this point that genetic memory is- Of course. Bad. Of course, because cerebral fluid is in your semen. Mm. Wow. wow. Now, ain't that something, right? Right. But we don't catch and pay attention to how this is actually released from us and the will that is being implemented into the sperm cell, mm. right? Mm. By God, right. right? Right. So, and not to get off topic, because I don't want to go no further. I mean, go a little bit too far left, but to get back on the Rosicrucians. So what they teach is the manifestation of God, because mm -hmm. at their higher levels, they teach that they are God. Right, right. Period. Right. right? Mm -hmm. But us being God, we must also understand that there are aspects of ourselves that we are not in tune and not in touch with. Mm -hmm. Right. We should be able to read ones. Mm -hmm. We should be able to call forth from out of matter everything that we desire and will. Mm -hmm. We should be able to leave our forms. We should be able to do these things because that's what God do. Hmm. There's no limitations to God, right. but what God placed upon himself. Hmm. Hmm. So, that's, so that's what we're dealing with, right? Right, right. And like one of my sayings is God has already become man. Man must now become God. Right, right, right. It's two different things, you know? Uh, so I, you had a, and that kind of leads into the next question because you had a bill the other day um, about, um, you know, when it comes to W.D. Farad, Master Farad Muhammad, um, and uh, him being Allah in the person, um, a lot of, you said a lot of, you know, uh, people and followers of the Elijah, Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad may not truly understand what that means, right? Um, if you can, right. you know, break down from your seat, like what, what that means, Allah and the person, uh, well, Master Farad in the, uh, is Allah and the person, like from your, from your understanding. Of course, mm -hmm. of course, I will do that from a spiritual mm -hmm. and I will also do it from a very literal meaning. Okay. Your father is in your person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your child is in, is, you are in the person of your child too. Right, right. And so on and so on. There is only one Allah. Mm. You may think that you're an individual, <laughs> but you have billions of lives that create you, mm. that manifest as you, that show that you might be represented as an individual, <laughs> but you are a multiplistic being. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's just a show, right? I'm just, right. I'm God, just that's showing. powerful, God. That's powerful. Go ahead. Go right. Ahead. <laughs> that, that's just built on God level, right? Mm -hmm. Let's take what the messenger said again. He said, you cannot go, we cannot go beyond the limitations of the first God because he came down through us and he is now in all our persons. Let's just take that point of view, mm -hmm. all right? If it's genetic memory that what we experience our knowledge, what we all emotional about, Mm -hmm. is trapped with inside of our genetics, then we pass that memory, we pass that, that uh, feeling, 
we pass that force, that intelligence within the sperm cell to create a child, right? right? Mm -hmm. So in reality, the child is you being incarnate in their being. Right. You right. did the same for your mother and your father. Mm -hmm. All of that knowledge, all of the, the trauma, everything came down from them, manifested as you. Mm -hmm. So right. did it go from their mother, their father, came down through them and their mother and father down to you, and so on and so on. So what you are seeing is one being being incarnate mm -hmm. in a multitude of things. Mm -hmm. right. But it's just one. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I definitely understand. Right. So when I say Allah, who appeared in the person of Master Farad Muhammad, Allah is not a mystery God. Mm -hmm. That's one. The divine mind or news incarnates as man. In other words, we are separate from our own divine nature, right? Right. So, well, before, before we go into that, why are we separate from our own divine nature, or how? Because we fell. Mm. We fell because we bit the forbidden, the forbidden tree <laughs> of good and evil, per se. Mm -hmm. Right. We became emotion is a tool. Mm -hmm. The ancient Egyptians said emotions are good servants, but they're poor masters. Right, right, right. But emotions can either enslave us or we can use them to set us free. Mm -hmm. Sex can enslave us or we can use it to set us free. Right, right. Right? So when we are trapped within the lower desire, we become farther and farther from the divine nature of being mm -hmm. and more into the carnal self, mm -hmm. which would eventually fade away. Right. But the divinity of what we are is eternal. Mm -hmm. right? right? So the message just said, there are no spirits floating around in space unless that of the righteous minds. Mm -hmm. Which is very interesting language, right? Yeah, so what is that righteous mind? Thought never dies. <laughs> Neither do the mind. Mm -hmm. We are walking through a sea of electric magnetism. Yep. Mm -hmm. Aren't we? Yes, we are. Every thought is physical. Mm -hmm. Everything is physical. There is nothing that's not physical. It's just subtler planes of physiology. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's physical. Right. So the younger or the, or the older philosophers and students of science, well, the atoms are not physical. Mm. But if you can see it, it's physical. Right. right. If you can take it apart, it's physical. If you can see the particles in it, it's physical. A wave of energy is physical. It depends on if you have created the machine mm -hmm. in order to study it and see the wave. Right, right, right. The, right. You understand what I'm saying? So therefore, the divine, um, so who did he stated, or did you, he said what? He said, study the known to learn the unknown. Mm. Mm. Study the known to learn, to the, learn the unknown. Wow. wow. So this is what we're dealing with within that cycle. So when I say Allah in person, 
Master Fraud Muhammad is a manifestation of the original people. Mm -hmm. The Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said what? He said um, he could not come in the spiritual form that he was in, that of the nation's mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So by our will, we mm -hmm. developed a form in order to bring forth into existence our will and inner need to manifest the divine nature of being to guide us back to who and what we are. Hold on, God. A book called The Principles of Islam, The Principles of Sufism, by a woman, I think, Agna Nahid. Mm -hmm. Inside mm -hmm. of the book, she has an entire chapter just on the name Fard. Mm -hmm. And the name Fard meaning seclusion, withdrawal, isolation is one of the terms. Hidden within that name is also giving us the science of ourselves, right? Right. Because when you read it, so we look at the name Farad or Fard as a state of being. Hmm. A right. state. Right. And to show you that, because she describes that those who have reached the state of, of Fard mm -hmm. are no longer those who are trapped under happenstance or chance. Mm -hmm. In other words, they are self-propelled. Right, right. They are self-guided. Right, 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 right. So now, can you tell the difference of the divine voice in you talking to you from what you have learned from your environment? Mm, right. Because, you know, that's a that's a good question because sometimes, you know, seeds get planted that might not be of you, but it, it could be, I mean... It, like you know like they're saying of a product of your environment like absolutely your surroundings are everything around you the external stimuli that you are around is influencing you in one way or another if you are not totally aware of that oh absolutely so what we're dealing with is for instance you have a voice inside of you that it tell you not to do something yeah don't say that don't go there. Right. Every time you don't pay attention to it, something wrong happens. <laughs> right, 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 right. So therefore, there's an aspect of you that is omniscient and omnipresent. Mm. You're not always in union with that omnipresent or omniscient <laughs> aspect of yourself, right. but yet it's there, mm -hmm. right? Right. So therefore, we have to start creating, as they say in psychology, the false self. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have a false self. The false right. self is what we identify ourselves as right. based upon our environment, our traumas, our learning, our teaching. All of that stuff got to become undone. Right. Right. In right. order for us to know what we truly are. Yeah. yeah. Right. Indeed. So I remember Alistair Crowley, Alistair Crowley saying. Um, Do thy will shall be the whole of the law. Mm. Love is the law, love under will. So when we say, do thy will shall be the whole of the law, you got the devils, they run around and say, well, that meant you could do whatever you want to do. Nah, right. the question is, do you know your true will? Mm. Do you really know your true will? Because that's the question. Do you know your true will? Because when you know your true will, then you can close all the books. Right, right, right. You don't need any more guidance because right. now you're one with that omniscient aspect of yourself, that conscious mind how is does, your God. How, how does one begin to, uh, you know, understand what their true will is? 
Well, first you have to undo of what is not your true will. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we go through that through stages of meditation, visualizations, things of that nature. Let me give you an example. I remember when I went on a fast, me and a brother of mine, we had rented um, a condominium on City Line Avenue. We went on a three-day fast. The object was to control the mind and bring it under the power of my will mm. and my body. So we did no water, no food, no sleep for three days. Wow. Right. So for that time period, and when you go into meditation and prayer during that time, boy, you be gone. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But after the three days we came out, we were sitting in the truck and we was ready to leave. And we saw a person walk behind the car. Mm -hmm. So we sat there for 15 minutes and I eventually said to him, listen, you did that person leave from behind the car? He said, listen, man, I ain't want to say nothing because I ain't want to be the only one out there to say <laughs> I saw it. He jumped out of the car, it wasn't nobody there. Right. right? So what that told me was the level of diet and how it plays a role mm -hmm. in our aspects to open up different sensory realities that exist innately within our being. Right. Right? Right. During that same time period, I was going into certain forms of meditations and I was going deeper and deeper inside of it. Mm -hmm. And God, I would hear voices just as you and I sitting right here, wow. clearly, mm -hmm. that would communicate clearly. So it's just showing that diet and, and at that time, I would not allow myself to think wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So right. if a negative thought arose in my brain, I would just exit it out and I would keep my mind on the righteousness. Right. And I would do this while right. I control my diet, fasted often, and that's what I would do. So during that time period, I was dealing with the tarot cards, which was from the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, right? Mm -hmm. As time went on, I no longer needed the cards. Mm. Mm. You see what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was able to read without cards. Right. All of these right. things is because of diet, uh, changing of our thinking, and um, fasting and not eating so much. Right. And when we do eat, right. eat right. Mm -hmm. The Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'm going to chop it up a little bit, but I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> He talked about how if you wanted to pretty much, he said, go off in a room, close the door behind you. When no one can find you, pretty much you wouldn't be bothered. He said, and then hold the image mm -hmm. of that brother mm -hmm. or sister in your mind and you can eventually communicate with them. Mm -hmm. he, said, he said, meditate on the mother plane and you can hear her engines. Mm -hmm. Then he talked about how they are able to tune in to us from the East. He said, you can do it too. He said, but you're a little rusty in the spiritual part of your brain. Mm. So it wasn't that something was separate from us. Right. It's telling you, listen, this is what you can do. Right, right. You have been separated from who you are. 
which is the original man. Mm-hmm. Who is the original man? The original man is the black man, the maker, the owner, the creator of planet Earth, and some say father of civilization, God of the universe. No problem. You have identified who the original man is. But it did not say, I am the original man in that lesson. Hmm. <laughs> it's identifying who the original man is, though. Right, right. Ain't that something? Yeah, indeed. So, so the most honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us, he say, you are not a making model of the original man. He said, you have been experimented on by the enemy for 400 years. <laughs> right. Right. Now look at this. <laughs> we are taught of the deportation of the moon. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I would say that really happened if we can understand it in detail of what it means. Okay. Um, whether we deal with Sumerian text, uh, the Almec even have a study of it about how the moon was one time was a part of the earth and even scientists learn and now know whether somebody physically deported it, that I do not know. But what I will say, I know it was a part of this earth. Now, within that, we know that there's a spiritual, contextual understanding to that sign. Can you break that down, though? Because, because what occurs at the deportation of the moon also has God hiding from us his person for 66 trillion years, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What was the individual that deported the moon? Arrogance. Ego, hmm. vanity, uh, emotional. And because of these things and other things, his actions caused that. Right. Look at the human being. The human being has been separate from his divine self because of the misuse of ego. Hmm. Right. And the powers right. that exist within ego, desires, arrogance can free you. Right, right, right. <laughs> if held righteously in his motion. Right. But when we are arrogant, when we are egotistical, when we are self-righteous, it is detrimental to us. It causes and feeds the false self. Right. So therefore, right. the deportation of the moon within us has separated us from <laughs> our own divine nature. Mm. Right, right. We have been removed, and God has remained hidden, which is your true self, for sixty-six trillion years within yourself. Mm. Mm. You put, you touched on something. Can only be- my, yes, my, I didn't mean to cut your wisdom, God. You touched on something that um, was. Is it, you know, within a certain thought or, or you know, bills from brothers and sisters who are in the um, conscious community, you said misuse of ego, right? Meaning that there is a use for ego. Some people teach of course. ego should be killed, right? Like we should kill the ego. Like what, like what is, as far as, what is the use of ego from how you see it? The ego allow you to defend yourself. Right. The ego right. give you a sense of pride about yourself. Therefore, you get a haircut, right. you shave <laughs> your face, 
You get you create a job for yourself. You take care of your child. You put on clothing and not walk around butt naked. Right, right. Let's just, just say <laughs> on them smaller levels. Yeah. The ego will help drive you to success. Right, right. I, God, that's and in Sufism. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, God. I'm listening. No, no, I'm sorry, God. I, I didn't. Nah, go ahead, Bill. God. You said in Sufism. In Sufism, you have what you call the state of fana or the state of annihilation. Mm. The ego itself, per se, is never killed, it's transmuted. Mm. It's a different aspect. Mm. When the ego become one with the divine, mm. right? Let's take our lesson number 16. In this 16, it is pointed out who the 5% are, right. right? It ends... And it mentions Muslim sons. It mentioned Muslim and Muslim sons. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Look. Poor righteous teacher. One of the names of a Sufi is poor. Hmm. They say that they are poor because the only wealth is Allah. They are poor because they are always in search of being one with Allah, right? right. So they're poor. Right. Righteous is the nature, right? right? In a mental concert to be one with the divine. Let me show you. Islam is the nature of creation, according to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, supported by Surah 30, Ayah 30. Nature, or the Arabic word, nature comes from the word fitra. Hmm. Fitra is a word which I will explain, which is the natural accordance of a thing. For instance, if you've seen somebody walking in front of you and the, and the older person was ready to fall, your natural condition will be, let me reach down and try to help him. Right. You wouldn't have to be taught that. It is a natural instinct in order to try to help the elderly person before they fell. Right. Meaning right. it is a natural instinct for you to do good. It is a natural instinct for you to be righteous. That is Islam. Mm. Right. You see what I mean? Indeed. So that is the nature of creation itself. All right. So now, mm, guess this thing gets interesting, right? Yes, it is God. This guy got the God in his mind, right? <laughs> so look, man, and y'all have that in y'all with I God. Right. 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 The culture is our God. It is the same exact thing. Right, right. Um, I God. Think, uh, I, that's powerful, God, because, you know, as far as, you know, transmuting the ego and, and, and you know, finding use for it instead of completely doing away with it is an even more powerful sentiment to me because, you know, we can do away with the thing. And once we do away with the thing, we're not using it anymore, right? It's not. It's not of a part. It's not a part of us anymore. But to be able to transmute, to transmute that thing, to bring about positivity, to bring about you know absolutely a, a higher understanding. That's even. That's even better. Absolutely, and, and not to get far off, but to step back to that number sixteen of the one to forty, and to show you why all of that connects and why. Muslim son is even mentioned. Mm -hmm. Inside of the end of the apprentice degree, one of the names of the end of the apprentice degree is the degree of destitution. Mm -hmm. 
let's pull up. I want to make sure that I define destitution as clearly as I possibly can, right? Mm. So destitution. Let me pull it here. All right. Poverty is so extreme that one lacks the means to provide for oneself. Mm. In the end of the apprentice degree, in the ritual, they ask them for metallic substance or metallic emblem. They have none. One of the statements is he's a penniless one. Hmm. <laughs> penniless is not talking about money. Right, right. Right. Not talking about money. Ah, you don't need to be broke to be a poor righteous teacher. That's right. a misunderstanding. Right, right. But to be penniless is to be in spiritual poverty, spiritually inept. Hmm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. To be separate from the divine nature of your being. Right, right, right. We spend a lifetime to ascertain such, to see our true faces in the mirror. Mm. Inside of um, Zen, they ask a question. What was your face before you was born? <laughs> wow. Just think of the God signs tonight. You understand what I'm saying? Indeed. So we are in a constant state of development right. of self-mastery. Right. So that's why you have the Masonic thing mentioned in there as poor righteous teacher. Mm -hmm. And that's how come you have Sufism in there as poor righteous teacher. Because within them are spiritual systems. Right. That's teaching the deprivation of man from of God, you know, without God. Mm -hmm. He is deprived. Right. Right. We need Allah. Mm. We need to be one with the divine nature of being. And I'm not getting off subject, but let me make this clear. Yeah, we are God. Nothing can take away you being God. Right? Right. But would God get drunk? Hmm. Would God bang 50 million women right. and be controlled by it? Right. right. Would God keep teaching hatred? Right. Would God snore cocaine. Mm. Well, God do these things. Right. You see? Right. So therefore, the false self again, I'm God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you God, but what type of God are you? Right, right. right. You, you see what I mean? Indeed. It's not even an argument. So, because the message to find God is anything possessing wisdom, force, and power. Mm. Or possessor of wisdom and, I mean, force and power. Right. Right? So, you have to look at the mathematics of what's being taught there. The messenger said, I'm a law, you're a law. We are all a law. There is nothing outside of that, right? right and right. that's what we are, but we must manifest the reality of who we are. Right. And the only way you can manifest the reality of who you are is by reaching the state of fraud, by withdraw, withdrawing from a certain society mentally, not leaving it in form like a Buddhist in a mountain, yeah, but yeah, to be yeah, able yeah. to withdraw yourself from the negativity of society, right. withdraw yourself from the lower dimensions of self, withdraw yourself from those things into the highest pinnacle of being. So when we are talking about annihilation, self-annihilation, which in Sufism, it means that the individual dies and all that exists is a lie. Hmm. In other words, psychology, the false self is destroyed and all that exists is the true self. Right, right, right. See, as God, we gave birth 
to both the enslaver and the savior. Right. We gave birth to Yaku. Right. We didn't give birth to Master Farah Muhammad. Hmm. Ain't that something? Indeed. At the same time, it's giving us mathematical science on right. who and what we are. Right. Because Yaqub manifests as God. Mm. Right. He changes things, but he changes according to the will of the originator that right. gave birth to him. Mm. Right, right, right. And without yeah. him, there's no need of a master for Abraham. Hmm. Right. So Yaqub, in essence, was doing his duty. He was doing his duty because he's the ego. Right. <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Look, let me tell you something. The gravitation process didn't happen 6,600 years ago alone. It happens every time you think a negative thought. Mm. Right. 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 Right? Every time you think a negative thought, the gravitation process begins again. Right? Mm. right. Because the messenger said that the brain was made to do what? Think right. Right. That's right. the original state of it, right? Mm. So the minute that we think wrong, it's like, for instance, they say in the Hadith, they say, when you look at a woman the first time, oh, that's natural. <laughs> when you look at her the second, you like, you. <laughs> right, when right. you look at her the third, you like, you are out <laughs> right? So the natural reality is first, you know, we look at her, right? Mm -hmm. So first, the negative thought arises in our brain. That's mm -hmm. the first thing. First, the natural thought, then the negative thought. We look at the negative thought, we start to ponder on it. Yeah. We yeah. start to ponder on the negative yeah. thought a little right. bit more. Right. Now we're looking at, let's just use a woman. We look at her, damn, she, she nice, she pretty. Damn, she bad as shit, you see her. <laughs> right, right. Then the next move, man, I want to fuck her. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get her suck my jaw tonight. Right. All of that occurred because what we are doing, we have, we're killing the original baby. Mm. And we, and we are causing the lighter to mix with the lighter. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing, we're marrying the grafted thought with another grafted thought, with uh, another yeah. grafted thought, therefore killing the original black baby and giving birth to devil. Right. So right. therefore the gravitation process starts every day and not even to ignore it. Um, if we look at it as a social dynamic, then we're looking at it today because you have what? You have the nurses, you have the doctors, you have the ministers, you have the cremators. Right. You have right. the doctors. The doctors symbolize the hospitals and the universities, right? Right. Then you have um, um, the ministers who represents the religions. Right. And yeah. then you have and those that teach it. And then you have the nurses who have learned from that and continuously begin to push that yeah. amongst yeah. the people. Right, mm -hmm. and, and even if well. right, and then the cream cremator is those who violate that do not go along with things. They are cremated, meaning they are eliminated or I destroy them. Right, right. Today right. we destroy you by media and propaganda. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So it gives us a science of how to deal with it, whether right. we deal with it or not. Right. It's up to us, but not to get off the subject and just to take it back just a little bit more if just in case yeah. in the response to the Rosicrucians. One of the Rosicrucian orders that exists in your wrote in a manifesto, I mean in a booklet or they bylaws or it mentions, they state that Rosicrucianism was manifested 
to introduce to Europe in a, in a form that they would accept and understand the teachings of the Orient and the East. Mm. You see, it's kind of like the Eastern Stars. When the Eastern Cross Stars was created by Robert Morris, it was supposed to become a phenomasonic order, right? Right. The original ritual of the Eastern Stars was of Roman gods and Roman goddesses, right? Right. right. But he realized it wasn't taken because mm -hmm. they were too damn religious. Mm -hmm. So what he did, he went back into the ritual and then he made biblical references all through it. And then the people was able to grab it. Right. <laughs> right. Ain't that something? Yeah. And look, and not to go too far, but just to deal with the Hugh DePan thing again. So Hugh DePans was friends with a person by the name of William St. Clair. Mm -hmm. William St. Clair was the king. St. Clair was the king of Scotland. Right. All right? Okay. He was also the first grand master of the Mother Lodge, number zero, in Kilowitty. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. This thing gets deep. Hugh DePayne wound up marrying one of his family members. I think her name was Mary. Mm -hmm. Look at how all of that ties. Remember, Hugh DePayne was the 25th or 27th cousin of Prophet Muhammad. Right, right, right. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. yeah. So it looks nice like how as well, right? In. Excuse me? And, and nice and Templar as well, right? Of course. Yeah. He created that. Mm -hmm. So all of that is really just, it's our child. Right. We gave birth to it. So yeah. we would say that we are the, the closest paternal parent <laughs> to Freemasonry. We know the older would be ancient Egypt yeah. and stuff of that nature. We know that to be a fact. You know what I mean? But Freemasonry right now, and it's just a Christian religion. Yeah, you know I mean, not religion, but just say a Christian society. I will call it that. It's a Christian society. It ain't nothing deep going on because they don't. But I want to make this uh, known again. The white boy Masonic Lodge is different than the black boy Masonic Lodge. The black boy Masonic Lodge is more like a social club. Right. And, you know, the white boys have a social club. Mm -hmm. Believe me, they move for power. Like right. connections and things of that nature. They also have inner orders such as the SRICF, which is Society Strasciana, uh, I think a feder federation. I don't know, I don't forget the wording to it. Mm -hmm. But um that's a, actually a Masonic Rosicrucian order. You have to be a third degree master mason in order to even get in. And you can't even petition. They have to choose you. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. So, but from our brother, Pascal Beverly Randolph, which was a black man. Um, all of them was a rise. Um, Alistair Crowley was able to get his higher levels of degrees to the Ordo Templar Orientis and their sexual magic. Um, degrees were given to Society Rosicrucian in America, which was um, by the Boer Plumber, um, which now exists, which uh, Tabitha Cicero was the head of it, also the head of the Golden Dawn simultaneously. Mm -hmm. um, and then you had Swinburne Climber in them. His workings wound up giving rise to the oldest Rosicrucian society in America, FRC. And that leads us to that study because of a lesson, right? right. But let me show you a little bit deeper. Let's take the shrine, for instance, mm -hmm. all right? John G. Jones was a Prince Hall Mason. Okay. John G. Jones was given a charter by an individual by the name of Pasha. When you read the original ritual 
of the ancient uh, of um, the Shriners, the Black Shrine, that was John G. Jones. He states clearly inside that inside the booklet. He states clearly. He says um, they got their source and their authority from Ali, which was the cousin of Prophet Muhammad. Right. Almost every Sufi order ties back to Ali, except mm -hmm. for one that ties back to I believe the Abu Bakr. Mm -hmm. When you read Ali's cousin, I mean, the cousin of Ali, his workings, you clearly see he was on some mystical level with how he was really getting it in right. to the spiritual sciences, right? He also states that Pasha said that the shrine was really for Muslims. Wow. But because he was Christian, he had to give it to him in a watered-down version. <laughs> wow. So if it ties back to Ali, then that means that the shrine is originally a Sufi order. Wow. wow. Now look, the white boys, Flowers and Flemings, I get which one mixes me up sometimes, but they went amongst the Batashi Sufi order. They sat amongst them because of their degrees in Freemasonry. They was allowed to sit amongst them. Mm -hmm. All right, they wound up seeing the ritual that took place of the Sufi order. And either Flemings or Flowers, when they left, they said they left with the exoteric meaning, which means the external or surface meaning. But they wasn't able to get the esoteric meaning, which was the inner meaning of the ritual. They did say, however, they was able to get the inner meaning or esoteric meaning when they traveled to Egypt. There, they met a brother who was from the West who was initiated into the orders of the Druids. Mm. This white boy really was by the name of Russell, and he was high up in the Theosophical Society that was created by Esri Bavasky, yeah. um, Alice Bailey, and all of these individuals. So they wound up getting the inner order, right? Mm -hmm. So they wound up getting the inner meaning. Now, one of the older names of what would become a shrine would be called the Order of Nobles. Okay, yeah, now, I've heard of it. Which I believe exists in Syria today. Mm -hmm. These boys was enforcers of truth and law throughout, but also they was a Sufic mystical order that was for the inner order of those of the Islamic faith or Muslims. Hmm. Wow. Right? Right. So it tells you what it really is. Look at Deuce Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Deuce Muhammad Ali was a Sufi, right? Right. But his wife was what? His wife was very high up in the Rosicrucian Fellowship that was created by Max Hindu, right? Wow. Max Hindu was initiated by who he called the elder brother, which was no more than Rudolf Steiner, right? Wow. Wow. So wow. it really depends on how far somebody really trying to go in the you history think, of what's really going on with that. You think uh, Deuce Muhammad Ali was teaching Garvey any of that? Of course he did. Um, he Garvey stated it himself. Mm. You know that in the end, Garvey said in the name of Allah, he wow. left Catholicism. Wow. <laughs> he said that Islam will unify Africa. Wow. <laughs> wow. So he left Catholicism completely. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So all of that was separated. But I mean, when we're looking at a in person, it is talking about an individual who had reached the state of being of being self-guided, right. self-safe, yeah. master yeah. of self. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? He don't have to look for an external thing right. in order to guide him. Right. He is self-conscious 
with his true will. Right. You see what I mean? Right. That's a lying person. Not even discussing, just he manifests our will in form. Right, right. And you, um, right? you, you built on you know, how when it comes to our true will, you know, we, we pass certain things down to our offspring, the good and the bad, the traumas, right? And being in the hells of the wilderness of North America for 400 years and experiencing, you know, what we've experienced here, you know, we have these generational traumas that we pass down. Not and it's not just traumas we pass down. We've had we you know we are original people and we pass and we have a we have a great history. We have a great traditions. You know we pass these things down as well. But as far as when it comes to reaching, um, uh, you know that that state of being to where um, you're you relieved of your traumas, right? Like how does how does one get there? You know because we always talk about. Um, you know, especially in 2021, mental health and all of these things are, are you know, and pushed in the forefront of, uh, you know, when it comes to medical news and things of that nature. But what do we have to do as original people, knowing we have these traumas where we can eliminate passing these traumas down to our offspring or at least giving them the tools to be able to handle those? Well... I would say some of our people need help right. in a way, you know, and I think we all need help in some form of fashion, right? right, right. I heard right. Dr. Ali Muhammad say, you know, anyone that has been born on this side of the Atlantic is suffering from a mental illness. Yes. yes There's no way that we yeah. not in some form of fashion, right? Right. Because of our upbringing. Forget the devil. Mm -hmm. We already know his hands in it, Right. Right. Look at our own parentage and what they developed from. Look at our environment. Mm -hmm. Look at society and how we're being fed, right? right? All this creates traumas. First, we have to be able to identify the trauma. Right, right. And then begin to work on coming out of the trauma. Inside of Sufism, they have something called muhasaba. Mm -hmm. It's self-auditing. Mm. Sufis use it. The Rosicrucians use it because they are the child of Sufism. Right? Right. And which is every single day, at the end of your day, <clears throat> you should write down everything that you feel you said wrong, done wrong, or whatever, and then seek to correct it. Right? Right. Now, right. in a book called The Middle Pillar mm -hmm. by Israel Rigardi, he, he was a psychotherapist as well and a high initiate of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn and also a member of what would become Argentum Astrum or the Order of the Silver Star, mm -hmm. right? Or the AA. Right. In there, he gives some tutelage. He say, go in a room, Take a tape recorder, just you. Make sure ain't nobody in the house because you're going to say some things you don't want people to <laughs> <laughs> And make sure you lock that damn tape thing up because there's a lot in there, right? Right. And he said, whatever come to your mind, just say it. Damn. Don't allow your self-accusing spirit to touch you. Mm -hmm. Don't. Don't judge what you're about to say. 
Mm-hmm. Don't let your morals get in the way. Mm-hmm. Just talk. He said, just talk, whatever come to your mind. And what you begin to see is that your mind over time is filthiness, is all in that mind. The first thoughts coming to your mind. Right. And so, but you got to let it keep playing. Right. Because what's happening is what is in the subconscious mind is now coming out. Yeah, yeah. And it's being revealed yeah. to you. Right. And you got to let it just keep playing and playing. Now, within the same thing, he has a form of what we call regressive therapy. Mm-hmm. That's all they use in Dianetics, right? Right. Is regressive right. therapy. Right. That's what all right. it is, is regressive therapy. Do you need to go there to get it? No. If people believe they do, then be my guest. I'm not telling people what not to do and not to do. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't need it that way. Right. The regressive right. therapy technique is take a trauma that you remember, or you might need some help. And then take that trauma and play it in your mind and go as far back to that trauma that you can. Play it, feel all of the emotion to the trauma, all of it, whether it's a fear, whether it's sadness, whether it's pain, whether it's go all the way back, bring yourself as if you're there because you are. Yeah. Yeah. If it happened to you at 10, that 10-year-old little boy is still sitting right there in the subconscious mind, right? right. We live in the past. We act out the past. Right. Every day. Right. It's our past that we, we, we barely deal with the present. We're always living in the past and what we hope something should be. Indeed. Yep. Right? Yep. And that's how things always exist. But the past does not exist. The future is fleeing. And the only thing you've got is the present. Right. This is where all the power is, right? right? So look, that brings with the message a perfect past, future, and present sense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So present tense right here controls the future and the past. Right, right, right exactly. So look, now look at this. So as you bring up the pain and or the fear that is attached to that particular trauma, once you bring yourself to the brink where you crying and, and the fear is overtaking you, rewind it. Hmm. Replay it again. Mm-hmm. Go throughout all the pain, all the fear, and all the stuff. Replay it again. Till eventually you do it and you feel nothing. Right. At that minute, that trauma has been removed. Wow. So that's the secret of regressive therapy in order to do it. Now, sometimes when certain traumas occur to it, it's it's hidden in the subconscious mind where our desires. Mm -hmm. That's why Jesus say, what is a man think if so he is, if he thought of adultery, then he has committed it. Because that act or that arch tip exists where? In the subconscious mind. It's still there though. It didn't go anywhere. It's there. Right, right. right. <laughs> that thing is deep. So what begins to happen is we be goes go deeper within the subconscious mind, and we begin to release from that the lion in the cage. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. begin to remove those rusty locks mm, as the messenger. Seventeen million. <laughs> right, and it start to come on out of that. Mm. Right, in order for us to be free. Now, sometimes. Because the trauma 
was so vicious, then a false identity is created around it, and then a a, 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 um, a voluntary amnesia begins to exist in order to hide the trauma. Mm. Right. That happens a lot with uh, victims who people who have been victimized and traumatic experiences. Absolutely. So what you may need is someone to help you with hypnosis if you don't know how to commit mm -hmm. self hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Hypnosis works in order to help pull out of you and aspect that suffering. In order to bring out that's what that's what they do in Scientology with auditing. It right. is a right. passive form of hypnosis, though the people don't know what it is right you know right, right and that's how right. you go to release it but at the same time and i'm gonna use this terminology because i don't know how to submit mm. submit to a law <laughs> right right and let's say we remove the word submit and let's say you subdue your lower passions and give your whole will over to your true self mm. because we taught in the lessons right that fine mist, as this get closer to the sun, what happened? It steals. All right then. So yeah. therefore, if we are getting closer to the sun, which is the true self, which is our life, then what do we again? It begins to purify uh, us. Mm. Purify the mind, purify the soul, purify the spirit. You see what I mean? And it heals all things. Right. But if you notice, the sun don't judge you. Right, right, right. The sun don't judge your right or wrong, right. your good and your evil, right? right? So as you approach closer to the sun and you are revealing the reality of who and what you are going through the false identity of the self, neither can you judge it. Mm. Neither can you judge right or wrong. <laughs> you have right. to just let it go. Right. Right? Right. Yeah, that's a that's man. That's a that's a you know to get to that state where it, you're not looking at things as right or wrong. Um, that has to be a, a powerful uh, state of being to be in because we are so indoctrinated from the time you know we were born, the time we were babies about you know this is wrong. This this is what society tells us is wrong. What society tells us is right. Um, and in a lot of cases in in Yakub's world, what society tells you is right is the opposite of what you need to be doing in the first place. Yeah, you know. Devil has created a good world for himself. You yes, know? he has. Yes, he has. But the divine nature will always lead you to what is right. An individual know what's right and wrong. Right, they right. know now whether if you follow it, yeah, it's up to you, yeah. That's the correct say when it's to, right when the self accusing spirit awakens, judgment day begins for you. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that, God. I've had that, I've had that, um, that spirit for a long time. I didn't always act on it, but I yeah. have been my right. highest, my hardest critic. From since I could remember, you know, um, and I used to have I used to see people where, you know, it would be so intense sometimes it would kind of make me depressed, right? Because I'm like, um, even right. if it was even even if it didn't seem um, like it was a big deal to to anybody else, right? To me, I held myself in such yeah. a high standard, right? That that I would always. Um, 
that that self-accusing spirit will always be there like and not necessarily in a I realized it wasn't necessarily in a judgmental um type of fashion it was there to it was it was there actually you know telling me what I need to do and how I and how I need to move forward it's just I didn't listen to it before so that feeling was intense and, you know what I mean have you ever have you ever felt like that all day, yes, sir. I go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, I may, I may be able to intellectualize many things. I gotta gather the full discipline to practice everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and, right. And I, I, I come from the middle of the hood, man. It yeah. is what it is. You know, right, right, right. You know, we manifest. Right. There's certain things I just won't do, and there's certain things that I will do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the is. hood, I know I'll never be a rat. Right. You think right. what I'm saying? Well, we, that's what I'm saying. We <laughs> learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, we learned a lot. We learned yes, a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's just certain things I know not so to bad, do. You know? Absolutely. Well, I would say everything has purpose. Yeah, yeah. Everything is a teacher and a student. Right, right. It's a teacher and a student. Our question is why? Mm -hmm. Why do we experience it? Why are we seeing it? Why are we dealing with it? And what is it for us to learn? Yeah, indeed, indeed. And when we get that, then that develops us. You know, if we ignore it, then it devolves us. Right, right. You um, that's that's real. And you built on before about uh. So all right, I'll preface it like this. Um, on that last uh, J Electronica album that came out, he had um. Uh, on the intro was uh, the Minister Louis Farrakhan, and he was um, speaking about, he said that whenever he asked the most honorable Elijah Muhammad who the children of Israel were, um, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that we are. And whenever you, uh, you had a build about uh, the bibl like biblical Israel being, you know, no nomadic Hebrews and um, are different from that uh, that uh, Israel that Elijah Muhammad um, spoke about. Could you build on that for me, God? Yes. Um, when you look at Israel in the Bible, what's righteous about them? Hmm. Right. There's not one thing righteous about Israel in the Bible. In fact, every land that they're going to inherit, they take it from somebody else. And the people who are historically in those lands are all black people. Right, right. All, all of them right. is all black people, right? Right. So we got to be real about that, right? So it is, you have Israel come about through lying and deceit. They stealing birthrights. They're lying, they deceive us, and stealing birthrights. That happened to us. Right. So even though we know there's a historical black that fits the criteria that you see all in Africa and all of those reasons, we know that exists. But the characteristic of the individual that's being discussed there, that's white folk um, doing what they do to us. Hmm. Usurping who we are. Right. You dig right. what I'm saying? That's clear in the book of Ezra and Nehemiah. You dig what I'm saying? But if you're looking at the prophetical aspect, mm. then we fit that bill completely and totally. Right, right. Absolutely. Even some other aspects. I mean, 
even if we look at the, the white boy, uh, Flavius Josephus, yeah. um, he said at the time when you know um, Caesar had called for a censorship, uh, um, a censor, he had called, he had a census, he had called that forth. He said, with them was the natural Jew and the unnatural Jew. Hmm. Hmm. So the natural Jew and unnatural Jew, the natural Jew didn't eat any meat. Right. He right. was disciplined, but the unnatural Jew was not. Hmm. So we're looking at somebody usurping who we are. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Especially in the book of Numbers. We read this in the book of Ezra and Nehemiah too. So we see what's going on. It's clear of what's going on. Now, whether we accept it is up to us. Now, if you're talking about the historical black Jew, of course he exists. Right. Of course that's the original Jew. Right. Even all right. And I'm just saying using the Jew as, you know, speaking to a public, right? Right. That would be the original Jew. But when you look at Israel, even in ancient Egypt, they didn't speak anything good about Israel. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, it was like Mernay Patas, they like, mm. they talked about how they destroyed Israel. Right. And um, and nowhere in Egypt was the uh, Israelite taken captive. So we're not dealing with that. So they was fighting something. Right. You know, historically wise, we're dealing with history. Um, to go to kind of uh, go back to a lot of these organizations, um, that we were building on earlier, um, and you in your bill, I mean, which is powerful, and I appreciate you for being here, God. Um, there you named a lot of different organizations, such as uh, the Rosicrucians, the Order of the Golden Dawn. Um, you know, do you think that? these organizations have played a powerful role in shaping um, America and its ideals? Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Swimble Clymer was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Who was? Benjamin Franklin uh, Swimble Clymer. Mm. He wound up becoming the head and control of FRC, which is those Rescution Order in America that's here in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Wow. Right. Um, you had Benjamin Franklin, uh, Abraham Lincoln. They sat on a council called the Triad of Three. Um, Benjamin Franklin was also a grandmaster of a French lodge. Hmm. Um, Is majority that of your was all Masons, you know. Right. And let me tell you how this thing go. In theology of time, the Most Honorable Lodge of Muhammad made reference to that one of the scientists designed the flag. Right. And there's a book called Our Flag. When you read Manly P. Hall's Secret Teachings of All Ages, he makes a reference and a discussion about how the founding, how the founding fathers and how this thing was created. In there, from that book, Our Flag, that is a very old book, they make a discussion to how all of this took place. There was an individual that they called the professor. Hmm. The professor was always seen amongst Benjamin Franklin and always amongst um, George Washington. He was always seen as always like writing in an old book and then he would lock it back up. He didn't deal with anybody else. He wasn't a politician or anything, but yet these two men let him in to all of those aristocratic events 
and everything to talk to the delegation. They will also say that he will go away up in the mountains where he will meditate and that he wouldn't eat in front of people. Wow. He ate at all. Now, for the signing of the Declaration of Independence, he stated that while he was in a locked room, doors, you know, the windows down, an individual appeared within the room. He had a discourse for about 45 minutes and then disobeyed and then left. Hmm. But he appeared in a locked room. Right. So when you get to the creation of the flag, you get that the professor designs the flag. They turn around, change the flag. He comes back and change the flag. And then you eventually get a different flag, right? Mm -hmm. That came from them. So if you're looking at the origin of something, look at it. Not even looking at Sir Francis Bacon's um, New Atlantis, where he described the plan of America clearly, right? So. Wow. That's, um, yeah, that's, you know, whenever we first hear about uh, hear about that type of history, that hidden history in America as far as, um, you know, secret societies and things of that nature, you know, it's it can sound like at times that it's, you know, crazy conspiracy theory, right? But whenever you look it up, like, it actually happened. It's like, you know, that's not, that saying that truth is stranger than fiction sometimes. But with that being... Yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah. With that, with that being said, do you think that some of these organizations are still powerful today? Yes, I think there's some. Uh, I think that Freemasonry is powerful in the higher level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It ain't that Freemasonry in its uh, as a system is evil, right? But let's say if you and I um, belong to, let's say you got some five percent nation gods on earth. Y'all got a certain way of what y'all want to do, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say you come in, you're a businessman, you got power, you got money with a bank. They send you a real estate mogul, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Let's say another one of you is a politician. Let's say another one work for the world, the World Bank. Let's say another one you're from Tanzania. Let's say another one you're from there, and y'all sit down and y'all discuss and say, listen, we're going to create a plan. Right. We're going to lock this shit down. Right. Hmm. <laughs> you're going to cause this, we're going to cause this, because we got the money, we control the banks and everything. It ain't that the system of the nation God's earth of 5% is evil. Right. I mean, I mean, we, it's right. the individual minds that happen to meet up mm. because y'all had a parliament. Right. <laughs> so we came that we all met up. Right. And right. then we, we came up with a plan, and this is what it was. You see right. what I'm saying? Indeed. But the teachers of the 5% nation God's on earth, is to raise man to the conscience of his reality. Right. That's what it's for. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. But because some individuals are camping this John, who, because you at the parliaments in order you have an opportunity to network, we have networked. Right. Right. And because we have networked, this is what we attempting to do. Right. Right. Then we realize, hey, look, that nation of Islam over there, man, they got a lot of powerful boys up in that John. We're gonna go in there. Mm. <laughs> right. And now a few of them go up in there and then they networking with them. Right. So now we get in position in that joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And that has happened too. Not from nation gods and earth, but just from the wicked enemy, you know? Yeah. Got yeah. up in there and got yeah. in positions. It happens, right? Yeah. It happens to a lot of things. It happened to your organization. You right, know what right. I'm saying? 
That's why the nation of Islam and nation of God's earth are so separate right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because some wicked grafted seeds that came up in there joint and got you. Right. That's it. Because when you look at the earlier thesis of who and what we are, we was just fine. Yeah. Being cool and cut. Right. Norms. Right. But you, you got one disrespecting other. Right. One, yeah. other. one yeah. trying to get rid of lessons so that they don't have no, no history. Yeah. Right. See how that works? Yeah. One disrespecting one that give rise to them and all of that because uh, we can see them entered you mm. and they separated you from the source of you. Where we are brothers. You dig know what I'm saying? Mm. Right, right, right. So it, it happens. It ain't, you know, the same thing happened in the nation of Islam, you know, separated master from Muhammad, not this, this one, not that. That's not my brother because he don't teach what I teach. So they got the moon god syndrome and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's right. crazy. It happens, right. you know. But do I consider that? To be, I mean, let's take Hitler, for instance. Hitler and them had a design. When they went into countries, they came in with scientists and everything. Right. He was looking for them. That's because he was initiated in and backed by an order called the Thule Society. Mm. The Thule Society was individuals who was in magic. <laughs> and mystery systems. <laughs> so you have to think about it from that perspective. So do they have power? They do. Yeah, yeah. They do have power. In fact, and I'll say this, um, in the early 2000s, there was a meeting. I'm not privy to talk about that. It's all right. It's, I understand, God. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not privy. But I, I would speak about it to this extent. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I like to speak about when I was there, but I could tell you what happened mm -hmm. um, to that. There was a meeting of all these mystical orders from around the world. Um, an individual came there by the name of Frata LVX. Mm -hmm. All right. And that will be his name. Now, this is something very interesting. Frata LVX is documented, signed in century per century. Wow. You understand that? Wow. Yeah. So, so people could say what they want to believe all they want to. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, this <laughs> things are very real. You understand what I'm saying yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, indeed. So they can take it and it's written and it's documented and it's written. So yeah. signatures sitting there and at that meeting talking. And it deals with the spiritual direction of the West. Mm. So dig with it from that. You understand what I'm saying? Right, so right. when people say this ain't real, mess up the dumb. They yeah. believe Master from Muhammad, what he taught ain't real. Okay. <laughs> right. You don't know enough. Right. So you don't believe. It. You understand that you got the power to stop the rain and make it happen. <laughs> huh? right. right. That's because you limited in your God science. Mm. Indeed, God. Uh, you got God. Yeah, they you know they want to be God right. under accepting certain criteria. Right, 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 right. That's um, yeah, God. That's that's a, a powerful bill, man. I wanted to just say I, I appreciate you for coming on, G. Um, 
Uh, I appreciate you, God. It's it's man. It was it was very informative. I I'm, I got I got some homework to do tonight, God, and and so um, I, I definitely oh, let uh, me know, man. You know, I give you a list of books, man. Make make make. It's a lot of study, but yeah. me, you know, not like me, where you have to come across books and all. I've been studying this stuff for a long time, you know. Yeah, but I want to say, you know, I'm thankful for you know uh, bringing me on, man. I have nothing but respect for. Uh, the Father Synergy of the great Father Allah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Father Allah brought a manifestation. And just to say something, many of the younger NGE uh, believe that Father Allah gave something that's not in the teachings. Hmm. And everything that Father Allah brought was within the teachings. Right, right. Man being Allah is in the teachings. Right. Man being God in the teachings, it's clearly in the teachings, it's clear. What he did was he put a magnifying glass yes, on an did. aspect of the teachings. And when he did that, yeah, certain individuals, yes, I mean, you got that in the ranks right now. Yeah, indeed. You say I'm a lie, they'd be like, what? <laughs> right. You're not a lie. Right, you know right. right. Oh, you right. God, but you got a little G. Right, right. That happens in the ranks today. Yeah, indeed. You understand what I'm saying? Indeed. But it's just to show that what the God taught, you know, it came directly out the teachings. He just put a magnifying glass on the aspect of the teachings that needed to be manifested, and I'm glad that he did. Me too. The manifestation of man being God and who is Allah must be made known. True indeed, God, because without without it that, I, right. I mean, I wouldn't be who I am today, God. And, you know, so so oh, you already absolutely. know, man. I definitely appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Um, you have a good night, God. Peace to the God. You as well.